God, we praise and thank you for the Holy Scriptures, which you have caused to be written for our learning. Thank you for your written word, which reveals to us the living word of God in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you that in him has been revealed all wisdom and grace, all knowledge and understanding, all truth and hope, all light and life. And thank you, Father, that in him you have spoken to us, your children. Father, we now pray that you'd illuminate our minds more and more as we look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Open our eyes to see wondrous things in your word of truth. Open our ears to hear your still, small voice speaking to us the words of life. And open our minds and cleanse our thoughts so that your Holy Spirit may guide us into all truth. May we be increasingly willing to submit to his gentle promptings so that he may guide us in your way of peace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. The scripture reading for this morning is uh, comes from Matthew 21, verses 1 through 11. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he'll send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, see, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those who followed behind shouted, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the word of the Lord. morning I have such a sweet opportunity to share a sweet sweet prayer with you all but before I share it I just want to share a few things about it um, this is a prayer the litany of humility that a uh, pastor has um, led staff through um, he's led his discipleship through over this year um, and many groups before 
and for a lot of reasons, and I really can share um, a lot of them, but I set to two or three, um, because it, when you hear it, it is such a sweet prayer. Um, and so if you've been a part of our, um, our community for a while, you will hear that the reading of the word, liturgies, prayers, these things form us, right? They change who we become little by little as we sit with them, kind of like we sit with a friend. Um, and so this prayer, the one thing that I've loved about it personally and that I've seen in the lives of others in our discipleship group is it will change who you are and who you are becoming with the help of the Holy Spirit. Um, because there's no escaping. There's no, it is like a mirror in your face. Um, and there's no escaping. So as we know that that's the life that we're called to, as we pursue Jesus, we change in his likeness towards him, right? And so that is number one. This prayer will change who you become if you, if you choose to sit with it. And the other thing that I love about this prayer, um, probably my favorite thing, is that it is so countercultural to what the world tells us, right? And you'll hear why in just a minute. But this prayer is essentially the summary of Jesus's ministry. It is the, it, it's a beautiful summary of how he lived his life, how he loved others, how he served them, and what he modeled for us um, in, as he pursued the Father. And it's what he called his disciples to and what it's what he calls us to, essentially. Um, and so I'm going to read it over you all. And I encourage you, as you listen, what Pastor has um, encouraged us to do each discipleship group each week, even in our homes, like while we're praying through this, is to close our eyes um, and see if a word jumps out. Um, you may not know a word. I didn't know what cult. I still can't say it, calumniated. I didn't know what that word meant. And now I will never forget it because I had to look up the definition. <laughs> but knowing what it means, it's brought such a richness to my life. And I know the lives of others who have sat with it. And the other beautiful thing is just like we lay down the branches and the cloaks, just like we like the advent candle these are rhythms they're not these are not just words on a page these are not just things we do they give us an image so that when we are at work and we're like my boss doesn't see what i'm doing and lord from the desire of being praised deliver me because ultimately i do this for you and so i encourage you again just listen and see what stands out and ask the holy spirit Lord, what are you revealing to me in this moment? Oh, Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make my heart like yours. From self-will, deliver me, O oh Lord. From the desire of being esteemed, deliver me, O oh Lord. From the desire of being loved, deliver me, O oh Lord. From the desire of being extolled, Deliver me, O Lord. From the desire of being honored, deliver me, O Lord. From the desire of being praised, deliver me, O Lord. From the desire of being preferred to others, deliver me, O Lord. From the desire of being consulted, deliver me, O Lord. 
from the desire of being approved, deliver me, O Lord. From the desire to be understood, deliver me, O Lord. From the desire to be visited, deliver me, O Lord. From the fear of being humiliated, deliver me, O Lord. From the fear of being despised, deliver me, O Lord. From the fear of suffering rebukes, deliver me, O Lord. From the fear of being calumniated, deliver me, O Lord. From the fear of being forgotten, deliver me, O Lord. From the fear of being ridiculed, deliver me, O Lord. From the fear of being suspected, deliver me, O Lord. From the fear of being wronged, deliver me, O Lord. From the fear of being abandoned, deliver me, O Lord. From the fear of being refused, deliver me, O Lord. That others may be loved more than I, Lord, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be esteemed more than I, Lord, grant me the grace to desire it. That in the opinion of the world, others may increase and I may decrease. Lord, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be chosen and I set aside. Lord, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be praised and I go unnoticed. Lord, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be preferred to me in everything. Lord, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may become holier than I, provided that I may become as holy as I should. Lord, grant me the grace to desire it. At being unknown and poor, Lord, I want to rejoice. At being deprived of the, of the natural perfections of body and mind, Lord, I want to rejoice. When people do not think of me, Lord, I want to rejoice. When they assign to me the meanest of tasks, Lord, I want to rejoice. When they do not even deign to make use of me, Lord, I want to rejoice. When they never ask my opinion, Lord, I want to rejoice. When they leave me at the lowest place, Lord, I want to rejoice. When they never compliment me, Lord, I want to rejoice. When they blame me in season and out of season, Lord, I want to rejoice. Blessed are those who suffer persecution for justice sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Lord, thank you for the gift of these words. Lord, thank you for the gift of prayer. Lord, thank you that you are not finished with us. Thank you that we are still in process. And you love us and you meet us where we are, but you don't leave us the same. Thank you, Jesus, for being that Savior. Amen. Don't you just love Holy Week? There's just, I was talking with uh, Jen, my wife, last night. And like what Brenda was saying this morning about how there is, like there's this feeling of anticipation. You can kind of feel it. And I was just caught off guard by like the one word that kept popping in my head was story. And there's, there's few things in the world that have power like a story. That power, a story, the right story can change the world. They can get passed down. 
story becomes part of tradition. Without even thinking about it, ritual comes from story. The idea that the creator of the world would ride in on a donkey, suffer a cruel and unjust, undeserved death for the created. Now that story, that's gonna pick up steam. There's other stories and they're great. I think our hearts, when we hear the right story, our hearts, they jump, they leap. Even as I even just say that, there's something in our heart that just, right? It leaps a little bit. We're designed for that. A lot of us, the stoic among us, among us, maybe even me sometimes, we dismiss that as emotion. And that's fine. I think God gave us emotions. I think there's a place for it. But that, that leap, when I tell you about Jesus, that is not an emotion. That is the Holy Spirit informing you that the greatest story that's ever been told is calling you to respond to it. It's unbelievable. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know, I don't know your story. If you've been around any length of time, I'm sure, there's a lot of beautiful things. There's also probably a lot of pain, probably a lot of fear, doubt, things that if we're exposed to other people, you wouldn't want to even be in the same room. But the story's not over. He didn't just ride in on a colt and that was it. It's been alluded to a couple times. We, another reason why I love Holy Week, people have to deal with this this whole week. Even if you're not a Christian, you've got to deal with the Jesus question. Comes in on a donkey and you can't help but put yourself in that space, right? And then days later, this is a smaller city at the time. Well, it's a bigger city, but there's, he didn't go very far. You got to imagine that the people that were screaming, Hosanna, 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 maybe they were there when they were saying, crucify him. Maybe they were there. And you can't help but think, where, where would I be? Would I put my coat down? Would I put palm branches down? Or would I be, would I be shouting, crucify him? You have to deal with it. The story is not over. In a couple of minutes, we're going to open up this space. If, if there's that lit, just a little check in your heart when I tell you about the gospel of Jesus Christ, it's okay. It's, that's supposed to happen. You're not here by accident. The Lord wants to do some beautiful, awesome things. And all he asks, just take one little step, and I promise you, he'll meet you. There are people here that even if you don't know them, I promise you, it's weird, they love you. And they've been, they've been taught and loved, loved on and they know how to pray for you. And it is unbelievable how the creator of the world has harnessed this power into taking two or three steps forward for prayer. If there's anything on your heart and mind, if there's anything going on in your heart about what all this is doing, if you're feeling something, please don't dismiss it. 
we don't have a ton of these opportunities where the saints gather and stand up for each other and encourage each other. Now, come be a part of Journey Church. You get it all, all the time. But don't miss this moment. Don't do it. So the team's going to continue to pray. If, if you don't want prayer, that's fine. We have the uh, communion elements here. Uh, go ahead and grab them and go, go back to your seat. Don't take it yet. Um, and if you guys want, I'm just going to dismiss you guys. I'm going to pray real quick. And then the, the team's going to continue to play, uh, play. Just come on up. Um, and there, there are people that are ready. And they, they've been praying for you already. All right.